You want to be hardcore, you want to be extreme. Well, if you're like the Sandman, then you're listening to the podcast Drunk Wrestling History, dudes. And please be drunk when you hear it. I kept Kleenex in business in the late 90s. Mike Austin might have fucked to knock his wife. But just saying no to this pay-per-view. Wait, were you making a death joke? Told you we should have gone to the donkey show. Stop choking yourself. It's either death or defecation. Woo! What's up, Drunk Marks? Welcome to this week's episode of Drunk Wrestling History. My name is Adam, and I am the designated host... With us, as always, are the drunk wrestling historians themselves. This is Eddie, Woozle Wuzzle. And this is Scott. Fuck this. Where did I, hang on, really quick, where did that come from? Because like two episodes ago, you were still doing the um, Bad News Brown one. Right. You turned, you started this last episode. What is this? Alcohol happened. Very good. Okay. Uh, fair enough. And I see that uh, we've changed our drinks. What do we have? Um, I made, so it's kind of, we've been... It's not late. It's only quarter after eight. We've been going for a while, but I don't know. I was like, I was up late last night. I had a bit to drink. I started to get a little tired. So um, to take care of that, I made for both of us, I made uh, espresso martinis. Yes. Shot through the heart. Cheers. And still putting away some uh, A&W. So fucking good. And Sarnak. A&W is still better. All right. Uh, in the meantime, still continue to uh, spread the word about our show. Hope uh, everyone's been uh, enjoying uh, this uh, particular uh, set that we have. Uh, to look the part, to look awesome, to look like a drunk historian, get those t-shirts over at whatamaneuver.net uh, so you could uh, get the Drunk Wrestling History logo pride across your chest. Uh, we've got it in t-shirts, tank tops, onesies, hoodies, Really great soft material for on-demand printing. So make sure that uh, you uh, start uh, start spreading the word on that because holiday shopping is uh, going to be coming up sometime soon. That'd be a killer Christmas present too. Yes, it will be for the drunk in your life. I'm a size extra large, by the way. Size extra medium. <laughs> That's I would have pegged you for an extra medium. Yeah. <laughs> you said you would have pegged Adam. <laughs> oh shit i i mean i would but <laughs> i didn't realize adam, really... adam didn't say that he wouldn't let you so i'll also point that out yeah i mean i am that gosh darn gorgeous all right for... do you even know what that what he means adam pegging yeah because i mean oh, that's oh, pretty oh yeah okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. I didn't say you were docking. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, that's kind of a deep track. You know I mean? <laughs> so to speak. Right. That's like on the B side. <laughs> the deep anal track. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, we're, it's out of control. we're assholes, not savages. Jeez. <laughs> Speaking of pegging, assholes. All right. This week's episode. Uh, this is the... What happened? We're reaching all demographics with this shit. <laughs> and we're just, this week's episode, we're just talking about a production element and we've already gone like 180. All right. 
Here we go. Uh, this week's episode. This is uh, this is what hypes you up when an uh, when a wrestler is uh, ready to do battle. Uh, how much uh, does the crowd pop when they hear the music, and uh, how much they also cheer when they hear the music? We are going over some of our favorite, uh, or in this case, the best wrestling entrance themes. So, uh, criteria that we have all agreed to is Well, that... I don't think we did agree to criteria, right? Correct. Oh. Yeah. Okay, maybe format. You, you made this up. Oh, that makes sense. The format is it must be a wrestler theme. Yeah, that was only criteria. Yeah, because I had I I format agreement agreed on criteria. Yeah, yeah, because I feel I have very different criteria from from my list than you guys do for yours. So what we did is we each picked three, and we're gonna go over them and kind of talk about them and why you know what's great about them. Yep. Um, And sort of what we're doing. And uh, also for context, we're trying. It, we are trying to do just the music itself, but it looks like there may be a few other production elements uh, that would be uh, thrown in there. But still, we're going to cover it. Uh, so let's see who who's going first. So I have the list. Oh, um, yeah. So I'm gonna I'll start with Scott. Go for it. We'll go with his songs first. So I'm gonna play them. You know, I'm not gonna say what they are. I'll play them that way. Uh, okay. The main. He three. doesn't know your list. You don't know his. Yeah, list, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah blah. Okay. I know everyone's list. Uh, the listeners know no one's list. So. I'll just play them. And uh, hold on. Let me get this resituated. I can vouch for that. We're we talk very, about wrestling. Very organized. We maybe sing Iron Maiden every now and then, but we... Oh. <laughs> what the? I, I accidentally somehow started playing one of our old episodes. I think that was our first episode. That was... <laughs> and make sure you check that out. That's the teaser from uh, uh, the pilot or... No, our first episode one. Yeah, yeah, episode one of uh, Drunk Wrestling History available on all the podcast platforms. Make sure that you check that one out. Yep, <laughs> great to do a teaser for something that happened in the past. Yeah, a year ago. <laughs> all right, so we will start with this one. I assume this will come as uh, come as no surprise to anyone. Yes, Paul Orndorff's music. Yes. Paul. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so why'd you pick this one? Dude, it, it has to be the most iconic wrestling theme of all time. Mm-hmm. As soon as you hear those opening chords, you know exactly who's coming out of the curtain. You know exactly who's coming down to the ring. That is, in my mind, the most iconic wrestling theme of all time. I gotta agree. It is definitely the most iconic. I know people who uh, barely watch wrestling or yeah. did watch wrestling or maybe even only watched a little bit of wrestling. Right. And they know if you play that song, I could play that. I could go to work, play that in my work truck, and anyone I work with would get in there and know what it was. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, that's you know Hulk Hogan. I mean? Yeah, it's absolutely iconic. Yeah, absolutely, yes. Yeah, and it's a good song, too. It know, is, Beyond yes. being iconic, it's a great song. Thank you, Jimmy Hart. No, Jimmy Hart didn't write that one, did he? I thought he did. Well, that's a Rick Derringer song. I thought Jimmy Hart was involved in that one. Uh, I'd have to look that up. I don't know. Okay. 
Um, can you fact check this, Adam, on your iPad? I'm on it. Um, I love the song. So um, I always we always have a big Fourth of July party every year at Chris's right. dad's house, and um, I always make three uh, pulled pork three ways. And yes. I name them all. So the one that I make with the Carolina mustard sauce, I call it Hulkamania because it's Perfect. yellow. Perfect. And inevitably, every year I end up playing. I put I put two songs. No, three songs. I play America. Fuck yeah. Like that South Park, yes. uh, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, Team America. Team America. Team America. I play um, Living in America by James Brown. Excellent. Which is from Rocky Four, Rocky which my Four. other vinegar pork is called Rocky Four. Okay. And I play Real American. And I've said for years that if I were president or I don't know, well, maybe I don't know if the president could do this, I would make this the national anthem. I can't argue with that. Right? It's way better. I mean, uh, Star Spangled Banner is like not that great of a song. Yeah. Could this you imagine getting song. like Beyonce? Oh yeah, to sing that shit yeah, at like, WrestleMania. Oh, come on. oh, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Like this is what they should play at the beginning of every WrestleMania. I agree. Instead of uh, well, they don't do the uh, national anthem. They do that. Uh, America, America the, the beautiful. beautiful. Way better than America the Beautiful. Fuck America the Beautiful. Well, you know what? Maybe once Hogan passes, yeah. that will be the standard for WrestleMania. That would be cool. And you know what? I that should be that. the standard for wrestling. They should play a- AEW. Should play that. Well, absolutely. TNA. Everybody. Yeah. No matter right. who you're affiliated with, they should play this at football games. Yes. Everything. Yeah, yeah, agree. Yeah, agree. Okay. I'll Rick, when you get married, and oh. we got Rick Derringer. Rick, okay, he, so Jimmy Hart had nothing. To yeah, do with I that. didn't think so. I, I, he wrote a lot of songs. He wrote Demolition Song. He wrote uh, HBK's song. Okay. I think he wrote Honky Tonks. Okay. Um, but yeah, I didn't think he wrote this one. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you, Rick Derringer. So moving right along, we forgot to mention up front, Adam. This is a two hundred five jive episode, so we're gonna be going through this pretty quickly. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I think okay. I forgot to tell you. It's a drunk podcast. We're organized like that <laughs> yeah. we're, we're bad at podcasting <laughs> alright song number two from Scott As soon as you heard the glass break, you knew who it was. Again, once you hear that opening, you know exactly who it is. Another iconic theme, and not coincidentally, two of the biggest money draws ever in the history of sports entertainment slash wrestling. Yeah, that's got to be the best um, the best start for a song. Absolutely. That glass break. Yes. And that was really, I thought that was really... Now, do you remember, did the glass... Because remember the glass broke at 13 when he wrestled Brett? Correct. Was that sound on there before that match? I don't believe so. Right. I think probably, that was the first time that they did that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll get fact-checked on that, but I'm sure that that was the first time that was done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it just added that extra element. Like, the the music was already awesome. It's right. very driving, hard rock. Like, But when you add the glass break, mm-hmm. that extra element comes in. And it, as soon as you hear the glass break, you knew yeah, it was exactly fucking was coming perfect down. for Stone Cold. It really was. Like it, it, it really did, was. It got you fired up when that glass fucking shattered. Yes, that arena would come unglued. Yeah, like it was. And I bit. I was in a lot of arenas in that, in that Pops, time. Dude. You know what I mean? Like yep. you, you were too. You were several. Yep. You know, I've been there a lot of times when that glass breaks, especially like it, um, like at WrestleMania 30 when you don't, you don't know he's going to be there. Yes. You know? And it hits fuck, and you're like, oh, dude. fuck. Yeah. Like, yep. 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 Like maybe even more than real American, like when those opening guitar chords hits, but when you, when you hear the glass break. It, it, maybe it's a different pop. I think it is because 
when when you heard that music, you know shit was going down. Exactly, you know I mean? shit was about yeah. to get real. Stone Cold was going to come fuck someone up. Yep, you know, yeah, like Whether shit was, was driving on a four wheeler or walking on two feet, dude. Mm-hmm. Somebody's getting their ass whooped. Yeah, so you got that contrast of yeah, really fucking someone up versus Hogan. You're going to see some quality wrestling here. Either way, you're ready for a show. Yep, exactly. I don't know if I'd say quality wrestling, but wholesome, uh, wholesome wrestling, two star wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll get into the next one. This is a good one you have. This almost made my list. So I probably would have gone Excellent with the choice. you think you know me because as soon as you hear that, but dude, how great was it this year at Royal Rumble? I'm so happy COVID hadn't taken its hold yet. No shit, huh? And we got to experience Edge's comeback with a full arena at the Royal Rumble. What a moment. But that you think you know me moment is so great. Once it hits and the fact that he was gone for so long too, like I love Edge as yeah. it is. But anybody that hears that, you think you know me. Mm-hmm. Edge is so universally loved, like Austin, like Hogan. To me, there were other names on the list, okay? So to kind of go through my list, I had Slick, Jai Solbro. We all know we love Slick on this show. Yeah. Much like Bobby Heenan, Slick is right up there as well. Amazing performer. CM Punk, Cult of Personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DX, D-Generation X. Yeah. Triple H, The Game, sung by the great Lemmy from Motorhead. John Cena, your time is up. Uh, you know what, though? I actually like his... That song um, fires up the crowd more, but I actually think as a song itself, I think his original song... I can't argue with that. I think that's a better... Uh, I forget the name of the song. Thugonomics. Thugonomics. Is yeah. that the name of the song? Yeah. yeah. I think that's a better song. If I'm going to play one of my car, it's going to be Thugonomics. Okay. But um, but uh, his current song, though, like that's actually... you know, That's one of those ones that's fun to play at work. You know what I mean? Well, and it seems like that's a, it's another one that people hear, people know. Right. Those, you get those, people to engage. And those videos went viral of John Cena like showing up in places. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So a lot of people know that. So like that's actually kind of a fun one. Like, dude, I could like park my truck on Broadway Avenue in Oakland and leave the doors open and play that song and like people will probably come up and say something. You know right. I mean? Like, oh shit, that's John Cena's music. Yeah. Like, oh damn, John Cena. <laughs> see, that would probably be number four on my list. Yeah. But I, I just couldn't knock Edge out of that third spot. That just, that, you think you know me. Yeah. Like, as soon as you hear that and the smoke starts to blow, yeah. shit's about to go off. Yeah. And Edge is coming out. And yeah. Edge is so fucking beloved. Yeah. What a great story with that guy. Mm-hmm. Finally rounding out my list is The Undertaker. You can never dispute the gong. Once it hits, somebody's getting their ass whooped. Which version? Like the old school, Take old school version? Take your pick. I'm not going like American badass Undertaker. You're, like it's I'm probably one. like old school dead Undertaker, man. like the Dead Man. Yes, like right. But Dead Man had like three different ones. Okay, I mean, take your pick. Like, well, because like in 1990, it was like just a gong. Um, okay, but like later on, it got to be what it is now. You know, it's like very orchestral. More of the strings. Yeah. yeah, probably current. Like I'm once you hear it, you, you know yeah. exactly what's yeah. going on. Yeah. But that would be my top three of all time. 
Hogan, Real American, Steve Austin with the glass break, and Edge. You think you know me. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Okay, Adam, we're moving on to your list. All right. And here is your first one. And by the way, these are in no particular order, I assume. I just, I put them in the order you guys gave them to me, so I don't know that you ranked them at all. I didn't. Okay. And I didn't. (laughs) All right. So here we go with your first one. Explain yourself, Adam. <laughs> I had a phase. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Like that was a good pick. I needed the money. Yep. And so, Mr. Monday Night, uh, uh, part of the invasion angle. I, I think uh, this this song was introduced uh, after Survivor Series, so he's now fully integrated into WWE. Uh, so it really starts his independent run. I I guess just the relatability of it, of um, like not just an artificial uh, sound welcoming in a wrestler. I think by having some an actual uh, band uh, perform it, it created like just a hype up atmosphere. And I think uh, for the for the kind of extreme atmosphere that he brought, whether he was using weapons or not, I think it was just fitting for it, him. It did. It fit him really well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good pick. Um, especially, like, I'm, I'm just listening to it right now, like, um, like it's a big metal head, you know. Um, that's a fucking... I was almost banging my head. Like, yeah. If I, if sure. I had my hair down, I would have banged my head during that. Like, for that's, sure. Like, that's a heavy metal song. Um, and listening to it, like... Um, I don't know how, if anyone listening to this is a musician, but I play guitar. That's I can hear that it's in a drop D tuning, and just hearing the way they're playing those chords is very late '90s, very 2000. It's uh, really Pantera ish. Yeah. Like I can hear Pantera. It's they in didn't that tune, era. Yeah, Dimebag didn't tune his guitars that way, but um, but it's got a Pantera type sound to it. And um, yeah, it was great. Like, definitely got you hyped and fired up for a Rob Van Dam match. Mm-hmm. It was a whether yeah, whether it was just gonna be uh, talking on stage or about to fuck somebody up in the ring, you knew that uh, there was an extreme element that was coming. Totally, yeah, yeah killer pick. Okay, second one from you. This is one. Um, I did this one didn't even cross my mind, and I'm surprised that you didn't have it as one of your honorable mentions. But this is it's almost like obvious. Fuck, I, sh- I totally should have had that in my list. Right, I'm surprised you didn't. And I'm surprised you did because this is not from your era. No, not at all. This is yeah. way... You weren't born when this fucking song was... <laughs> Probably no, not. No, no, you would have been born, but... 
I mean, you would have been not like aware. A, yeah. yeah, not aware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Right. Excellent theme. Yeah, Excellent really theme. good pick. I love that pick. Yeah. So pretty much, uh, even though like '80s synthesized sounds has just not just uh, wrestling themes, but just dominating everywhere. I mean, that is part of the trend. But I guess just for a personal note, just a little bit of uh, realism and uh, authenticity with uh, the production value, maybe. Uh, that's what I was generally leaning towards when they would cut back to or when I started uh, watching in my time and uh, they would start cutting back to previous WrestleManias and old clips and uh, such. I kept uh, hearing like, huh, yeah, that's an 80s element theme or that's like an old uh, like old uh, orchestral uh, way to welcome this one particular wrestler. I think just the combination of uh, seeing old clips of Ultimate Warrior just dashing a hundred fucking yards to get to uh, to the ring along with this, it just showed that, like, I guess it's that combination of uh, quality wrestling with the fact that he's about to go to war with somebody that is uh, in the ring. So, it fit his entrance, yeah. his running to the ring. It fit it so perfectly. There might have never been a more fitting song for a, a character besides The Undertaker than this. You know what I mean? It's arguable, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It fit yeah. his character perfectly. It Great really call, did. Adam. Yeah, Great it got call. you. It got you fired up for his matches. Oh, hundred percent. Right, yeah. the running and the shaking the ropes. It fit so. Oh, is that the door? I think pizza's here. Hey, you guys, uh, you guys carry on. Um, I gotta go get the pizza. The pizza's here. Oh, this, this is very Keep talking about this song. Very, very important element about this. The pizza is here because we need to kept uh, be kept nourished uh, for everyone so that we get these quality episodes for all of you. Well, exactly. And, you know, sometimes when you drink, you got to have some food to go with it. And it just so happens that we're drunk podcasting and we need Porky's Pizza. And there's a free plug for Porky's Pizza located in San Leandro and Pleasanton. If you want good pizza, Porky's is your place. I've been going to Porky's for about 20, 25 plus years. Porky's is older than I am. And I'm very, very old. Right. We grew up in the Porky's neighborhood, so you've been eating Porky's since the 70s. Yeah, I, my parents yeah. got me started on Porky's. Like, literally in the 70s. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's older than I am, dude. Yeah, yeah. And we're about to eat some Porky's pizza once this episode is done. Hell yeah. But um, great call on Ultimate Warrior, Adam. I couldn't agree more. I'm actually pissed at myself I didn't have that on my list. Great call. That was actually, me too, that would not have made my top three, but it, it would have made my honorable mentions if I thought about it. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about that song is I hate the fucking keyboard. <laughs> I don't I don't know what I, I get what he was trying to do with it he's trying to add a bit of texture to those chords so you don't like uh, that's jump? the right word yeah yeah texture like, Look, that's, Van Halen used keyboards Van Halen used keyboards properly so did Bon Jovi yeah but not not they didn't use it the way he did also the, neither of those, those guys were metal bands you know what I mean like that's a metal song with keyboards used the wrong way I okay. mean this is me being like really fucking um, snobbish Little, you know, as a metal dude and as a musician, sure. Um, but I never really that always just was kind of like, yeah, you know, I never really liked that. But other, other than that, it's a fucking, it's the best thing about Ultimate Warrior. I mean, you, <laughs> sometimes of, the music was better than the match. Yeah, the two of you <laughs> and anyone who's been listening to the show for a while knows my feelings on Ultimate Warrior. Yes, like so, this is about as positive. <laughs> positive <laughs> remarks. It's, it's the highest about. I've ever heard you speak of Ultimate Warrior. Exactly. <laughs> 
All right, so your third pick, I'm going to start this one not at the beginning because that's a really long, drawn-out intro. I'm going to start it, so I just kind of skipped about a minute and a half into it um, where, you know, it picks up. But uh, here we go. What do you have to say? It's a popular song to start off with. Just, uh, I think, with my uh, in my exposure to ECW after the Alliance and uh, bringing it back to One Night Stand, I got drawn to this as not just Sandman's intro, but just a hype-up song in general. Uh, so, I mean, I would... I, I think uh, because of... Uh, because uh, I was able to see it with uh, Sandman, everybody singing it at one night stand. I would blast this uh, before I would uh, go on stage for a performance just to get my energy. Up. Nice. The, I mean, this is this is like top five on my hype up uh, song list. Uh, just the fact that uh, it's a song that uh, everybody knows. You're able to sing to it. Just seeing that unity of everyone in Hammerstein Ballroom singing it together was just uh, just a factor that drove it home with with that added element of Sandman's gonna go to war and fuck somebody up so this is one of the ones that I considered for a minute but then I kind of came up with my criteria which we'll get into next um, this didn't meet my criteria which was um, well we'll get into that yeah. after we're done analyzing Adam's third pick okay fine um Sandman's entrance at One Night Stand was the best entrance in the history of wrestling. Okay. I think right? I mean, has anyone ever had a great I mean, it was so fucking cool. And it sucks that it's not on the network. I actually um I had that on DVD and on the DVD um they changed the song. But I recorded the original pay-per-view onto a DVD. I had a DVD recorder and I recorded that so I wouldn't even watch the fucking disc that I bought. I watched the disc that I recorded. Because of that, because I wanted to see that entrance with that song, and it was fucking incredible. It's the best. I mean, it was the best part to me. It was besides the Mike Awesome Masato Tanaka match. It was the best part of the pay per view. It's the best thing Sandman's ever done. Um, Adam's right. It is one of the best entrance songs of all time. I can't argue against it. Yeah, I mean, I it's just a great fucking song. But you know, on mm-hmm. top of everything else, it's a fucking awesome song. So you were alive when that song came out and was big. Yeah, like you obviously. clearly remember when the video yeah, debuted and the pro- album came out. Yeah. I was probably in high school or maybe a year out of high school. Yeah. I was like 17. Yeah. I would have been 17, thir- almost 18. When I was that like song. 13 or 14, whatever. Right. So, and it blew my fucking mind when I heard it. I'd heard Metallica before, but only a little bit. Yeah. Um, when this song came out, I was like, holy fuck. And the video was awesome. Yeah. You know, and I've been a huge, huge Metallica fan ever since. I mean, they're they're not my favorite band, but they're like a top. I mean, that's a whole other podcast for some other show music besides this one. Ta- yes. But that's taste, a top yes. 10 band of my, you know, they're definitely my top 10 bands. So has that song, given your credentials as a Metallica fan, has that song become white noise to you? 
No, um, if I want to listen to Metallica, I'm not putting on that song, and right. I'm probably, I probably listen to that album once or twice a year still. The Black Album. Yeah, the Black Album. Okay. Um, I'm if I want to listen to Metallica, I'm probably most of the time I'm listening to Kill 'Em All. Um, if not Kill 'Em All, Master of Puppets. Okay. Black Album might be like my fourth. You know, like number four. Like okay. Maybe I, I might listen to uh, Just for All. I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, but uh, no, I mean, it's a fucking great song. I mean, it's not. Look, it's probably my 10th favorite Metallica song. Put it this way. when I, Every time I see, I've seen Metallica a bunch of times. Every time I see them, I'm kind of like, man, I wish they'd play um, Helpless or um, Phantom Lord instead of Inner Sandman. Yeah. But then when they play it and the place goes fucking berserk. Yeah. I'm like. No, they're totally doing the right thing by playing this. Yeah. You it's know? almost like Inner Salmon is their master of puppets. <laughs> <laughs> but look, the character of Sandman yeah. could not have picked or have picked for him a better song to come to the ring to. The crowd knew it. Yeah. It was a sing-along. It entrenched him as a badass, kick-ass performer, just like Adam said. Perfect entrance song for that character. Right. I can't argue against any of Adam's three. They're perfect. Yeah, totally. I, I completely agree. All right, moving on to mine. Just oh, can, go ahead. Can I just do some quick honorable mentions? Please. All right. So this, uh, there were going to be some overlap, so that's why I'm not going to go over my full list. Uh, Scott was uh, able to touch on uh, some of uh, mine that were on here, so good minds think alike. Uh, I'm cheating a little bit with the playing of the song. I have to say Undertaker, Rollin'. That was uh, from one of the previous episodes. So just want to check uh, that one out. Listen to the full episode, especially the ending. And then uh, next one is Dudley Boys Drop the Bombshell. That was that was like one of those uh, similar. They're ready to go to war. I think uh, they're... I think they're in their uh, second run after the Raw and SmackDown uh, uh, branding. Devon becomes a reverend, but then they unify back, and they came back with this particular theme. Always entertaining with that. And one more really quick one. I think something that just unified everybody because they also sang along. I'll say Becky Lynch. Mm. Oh yeah, that's good a good one. one. Yes, totally and you know agree. what? In that vein, I would also say Sami Zayn's song because they're yes. very similar. Yes, yeah. You know, they're punk rock songs with uh, vocals but no lyrics. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if they were to just to start, yeah, the first chord, they could turn off the music, and that entire MetLife Stadium could have sang Becky's song because that's like, like the ultimate uh, fight for the man in going into the main event, uh, zooming in on Becky, just seeing her soak it in and everybody back in her. I think uh, just that's a good unifying song for her. And we were there for that. And that was fucking awesome. It was fantastic. Yeah. You could almost yeah. lump Shinsuke Nakamura's theme in with that as well. His original, not his new one. You think back to WrestleMania 34, right? When Strauss played him to the ring yeah, you had the sing along with the crowd. So yeah, Becky, Shinsuke, Sami Zayn are all along that same vein where they may not have lyrics to the song, but they've got a great sing along for the crowd. And I'll tell you what, I still say at some point they got to get Lindsey Sterling to play Nakamura to the ring. Oh, totally. That would do my head would explode because you know how oh much. Oh my god! I, yeah, like I, I'm the biggest Lindsey Sterling fan yes. on the fucking planet. Yes. I love her. I've seen her 
five times or whatever. Yeah. Oh my God. That dude, would that be incredible. Be so when Shinsuke switches back to face, they put his old music back to him. Hopefully he gets that entrance at some point. Yeah. It never happened in NXT. He had some great players play him to the ring. Totally. But she needs to come to the ring. And, and, and before we move on from Adams um, to get back to Metallica, they need to have Metallica play Triple H to the fucking ring at some point. Oh, totally. Right? So yes. like, I don't know. Anyone who who's only seen WrestleMania 27 on the network doesn't know that they started Triple H's entrance with For Whom the Bell Tolls. Yes, correct. Before they went into the game. And it was fucking awesome. Yeah. And then I got the DVD and then it was like, no more For Whom the Bell Tolls because they never want to pay for that. They want to pay to right. use the music once. And like, I I have no idea what it costs, you know, but whatever. Um, but man, if they fucking... And I, there have been times where I've like looked to see Metallica's schedule. Same with Lindsay's. Just to see if they show <laughs> To sure. see if they're yeah, available to play at WrestleMania. They're going to show up. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, for me, like I think they need Triple H's last match, he should be played to the ring by Metallica and Metallica should play the game. Why right, not? like don't play yeah. a Metallica song. Play Motorhead, yeah, because Metallica are as big Motorhead fans as uh, Triple H is, right? And I heard Triple H maybe on Jericho's show say that Metallica is actually his favorite band, not Motorhead. So, like, that would be incredible. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so we're gonna get into mine now. Um, so here's the criteria I set for myself because I was having a really fucking hard time picking songs because there's so many good ones, right? Like you guys picked a lot of really good. Uh, you know, how do you not pick Real American? So I was like, okay, I need to set something to for myself to eliminate songs. So here's what I did. Um, songs that were written by a band um, not for wrestling. Like if a song showed up on a band's album, they're eliminated. Okay. So Cult of Personality is out. Right. Right. Inner um, Sandman is out. Inner Sandman is out. Walk um, is out. Walk is out. Um, uh, Edge of Song is out. Got it. Right? So right away I eliminated a bunch of songs that way. Um did Alter Bridge put Edge's song on? It was album? on their album. Yeah, it was okay. Because actually, okay. if you go to the, um, if you look it up on Apple Music, that's where it comes up under Alter Bridge. Okay. Not under WWE. Okay. I also tossed Real American just because I was like, um, likelihood of overlap. Yeah, kind of that. Yeah. Um, so I, I so it also I, doesn't help that it's associated with the biggest wrestler, like the Babe Ruth of wrestling, right? Like, yeah, it, everybody knows that fucking song. It was just kind of too obvious to me. Like, Understood. I just didn't want to yeah, list. I get you. So then the next way I whittled it down was if I wouldn't play your song on my car, it doesn't make my list, right? So Stone Cold is great, but you're not playing that in your fucking car because it's two riffs re on repeat, okay? Right? And there are a lot of great ones. Gold Dust is one of those ones that I fucking love. But I was like, well, it is only like two parts that just go on and on and on. Like, okay. You know how much I love Goldust? I actually um, walked down the aisle at my first wedding to Goldust song. Yes. Right? Gangrel is another one. Okay. Like, that song is awesome. But like, would you actually really just like listen to that in your headphones or anything? Like, no. So Undisputed Era is also out. Um, yeah. Undisputed Era is a great one. But yeah, exactly. It's not really a song. I got you. You know? Like, so I, I, I kind of tossed that one out too. So okay. there were a bunch... A, real, a lot of really, really fucking good ones. D'Lo Brown's song, actually, I love a lot. So great. Right? That's a great one. Um, Mark Henry's just missed the cut. Okay. Um, Judas by Fozzie didn't qualify for the reason that it's on it a Fozzie album. album yeah. Right? So, I'll start with my first one. And actually, I'm interested to see if you know what this song is.
Is that Christian? No. It's not Christian. No. Okay, you got me on that one, dude. See, I didn't think you would know you, it. Do you, you know what, what, well. what it is, Adam? No. Okay. I, I'm I was trying to hone in. I couldn't pinpoint it. Okay. Um Is it the Mrs. original music? No, but I think it's the same band. Okay. Um I'm actually pretty sure it's the same band. Medi- um no, it's Cody's song. Oh, really? In AEW. See, oh. I didn't think you would know because you don't watch AEW. Uh, I don't watch AEW. Okay. That's my current favorite wrestling song. I love that fucking song. It's just so fucking great and heavy and catchy. And like, that's a song. I play that in my car a lot, probably like several times a week. I'll play that. I listen to that song like it. I listen to that song like I would listen to any other song, you know, like okay. a regular song. Like I listen to it a lot. And um, I'm not a big lyrics dude. Actually, Carissa sometimes gives me shit for that because like a lot of times like a lot of songs i love i don't need yeah like metallica especially like some of their lyrics you're like what the fuck are they talking about yeah i don't sit there and analyze lyrics or i really don't fucking lyrics don't make or break a song for me but i love the lyrics on that song because they're about clearly the song was written for cody okay like i don't know if you caught it but right before i turned it down he says hard times breed better men so it's a lot of references there are a lot of references to dusty okay um I love it already. Yeah, it's it's clearly written for Cody. Like if you listen to the lyrics, it's uh, it's a it. Everything about about Cody's career is wrapped up in that song. Okay, you know what I mean. Like I I love that fucking song. I, it's a band called Downstate, and I do think they do Miz's song. They've done a bunch of songs for people. Okay, um, I think they might have done Maven's song. Oh, uh, which was another really really good song. Um, I think they do Ziggler's too. They, okay, they've done a bunch of songs for a bunch of wrestlers. Um. But I just, I love that fucking song. Okay. All right. Uh, next one. This is another. See, I think I've came up with a fucking list that you guys would not predict. that fortune fortune cody and manu and randy orton i think i know ted dibiase jr no cody that was fortune right legacy fortune at sons oh i'm thinking legacy i'm sorry legacy fortune what the fuck no who was cody and ted dibiase and and orton was legacy that was legacy that that's, sorry, my that's guess. what i meant not that fortune. was not legacy that was not Damn. legacy do you want to guess again i kind of want to Nexus. Nexus. That was that the was Nexus. Nexus? That was the Nexus. Okay. Yeah, and I loved the fucking Nexus and I love that song. And actually I think that's I think that's downstate as well, maybe. Okay. I, I'm not sure, but actually it sounds like the same uh dude. But that's another one where it's just a really good song. Like a song like um again, I listen to it a lot. Like I just play it like a regular song. I listen to it in my car all the time. Um it's I have to get it on YouTube because it's not on Apple Music, but I just Great song. I love that part where it's just the fucking uh, power chords with the, where the bass drops out. Yeah. It's just the guitar. And the guy's got kind of like the distortion on his voice. Yeah. Killer fucking song. It's got a couple great guitar solos. It's just a really good song. 
I can't argue against it. All right. Thank you. Sounds good. Well, yeah. you're kind of going like off the grid here a little bit. I, you know what? And I told, I kind of. He I set his I, own criteria. Yeah, yeah. And I think I mentioned that. I don't remember if I mentioned it after we started recording but before, but I said like, I'm going to have songs that you guys are not going to think of and definitely not going to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm going way off the grid. Okay. Like I'm not going with any kind of, you know, but, and that's exactly like Adam said, like I, I set some criteria and I tossed out a lot of shit that would maybe be kind of easy to guess. Okay. So, all right. So here's my, um, I'm almost positive. I know what your third song is, but I'm not going to say before you play. No, it. say it now. Cause Sasha I, Banks. No. And that was probably going to be my number four. Okay. Yeah, like that would have been if we, because we originally talked about doing five, but we wanted to keep the episode short, which were 41 minutes. So, yeah, we never do that. That went shit. well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a really, and I do listen to that in my car a lot. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Lo- that's no, a I do great, too. great fucking song. I love it is. That song. It's great. Her original one, not the one with Snoop. Right. The Snoop right. one's kind of fucking shitty. I actually don't really, yeah, I don't The original's like where it's at, dude. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Here's my, uh, Number three. Deceived by my eyes And all I was told I should see Getting text during the song. I'm glad we represented the five second pose. Yeah, absolutely. I, I let that one play a long time. I should have started it uh, a bit in like I did with Inner Sandman because I had a yeah. long intro. But yeah. um, but you know what? It's fucking awesome. It really so is. People need to hear it. I agree. Yeah. Isn't that fucking obviously that's Christian's song? Yes. Captain um, his, Charisma. Yeah. It, it was when Christian was doing the Captain Charisma gimmick. So like 2005 yep. ish. Yep. Right. I loved Christian. That was to me, that was Christian at his best. Yeah. Um, he, dude, he might've been besides Shawn Michaels. He might've been my favorite wrestler at that point. Yeah. You love Christian. I love Christian, yeah. dude. Yeah. I only was... know one other Christian fan as big as you. And like, he was incredible, dude. And the perfect theme music for himself. It was so good. And here's what, here's what was interesting about it to me. He's the, I, correct me if I'm wrong. That's the only dude to come out to a song with a chick singing. Right mm. off the top of the head, you might be right. It's always we ha- this yeah. is something that we would have to look into. Yeah, I'd have to look into it. Right, that and, the, and, right. The ch- and the chicks always have chicks singing, and the dudes always have dudes singing. That's 
the only one I can think of. But that I don't remember that being the only version of his song. Did it? No, no. Sing? So when he, so he, that was his song before he left for T, for TNA. Okay. When he came back, it was the same song, but it was a different band playing it with the dude singing. Oh, okay, okay. But that gotcha. version sucked. This version was great. Okay. And gotcha. I love it. It's another one of those songs you play it in your car. Like it's a, it's not a two riffs repeating. It's a verse, yeah, chorus, verse, chorus, yeah. mosh part, verse, chorus. Um, it's a regular song. Um, and I love, uh, I mean, you know me, like, you know, the bands I like. Um, I love the uh, contrast of uh, female vocals over heavy music. Yes. You know, like Lacuna Coil is one of my favorite bands, yeah. Guano Apes, shit like that. So that was what this was to me. It was like the same kind of thing. Like, I, I feel love you on that. that. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's a great fucking song. And Christian's entrance during it, dude, he would come mm. out and he'd, he'd do the. And the fireworks were going behind it, but they were like dropping down. Well, I think that was, like... was that before with his original music? Oh, I thought it was during this, but I could be wrong. He had, I think he had two themes before this particular one. Right, but did he have the fireworks during this song? I actually don't remember. I, th- but he I would think do, so. He would do the thing where he'd slap his chest yeah. three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd point at the crowd, and then he'd like put his hands over his yes. eyes like he's looking, looking out. out for his peeps. Well, yep. he's like, yeah, he's like looking out at the peeps, but there, yes. there are so many of them that he has yes. to cover his eyes because the the, yeah. the lights, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was great, yeah. dude. It's just so, so bright. Good. Gotta cut. Co- gotta gotta wear shades. On. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. yeah it, was, it was. I love that song. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's the way I rated my songs. And like I said, there are a lot of fucking killer songs. Like, but DX, it's just two things that repeat over and over again. Right. Cult of Personality didn't make it because it was an existing song. It was on an album too. Yeah. Yep. So. There we are. So that's our top three, all of our top three songs. Yeah. So to we're going to get into, the, let, let's wrap it up. But you're going to say, tweet us, let us know what you think. What I want to know is who picked the best three songs, right? Ooh, so if you're going to tweet us about now. this, Ooh. let us know who, who won. So is that going to be a Twitter poll that's going to be set up or? No, just tweet. All me, right. Yeah. You know. Either way. So. Make judgments on us. We gave you the food. Tell us uh, which one is the best. So there you go. That's your incentive to head over to Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. That handle is wrestling underscore drunk. Let us know uh, what, uh, how you would rank uh, our responses. And also let us know uh, what your top three are in whatever criteria you set up. Also, really quick, I want to interrupt. There was one honorable mention that I forgot that would have met my criteria. Bray Wyatt's original song. Ooh, that's a good one. Right? Dude, Live at 30 was incredible. Insane. Oh, my awesome. gosh. With the that dude was... with the big bird head yes. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was awesome. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so I think that takes care of uh, our business here. Um, yeah, just get uh, also get the shirts at whatamaneuver.net so you could look awesome wherever you enter with whatever music you have playing in your background. So along with Eddie and with Scott, I'm Adam just reminding you to enjoy your buzz, watch wrestling responsibly, drink like nobody's watching, wash your hands, wear a mask, six feet apart and wherever you are please stay safe that takes care of our entrance episode one two three dive cheers